All right. Thank you for joining. Welcome to episode two of the All Things Sales podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by, I'm kidding. There's no sponsors. Not not quite anyways. Well, actually, let's sponsor it by my company. Today's podcast is sponsored by Echo Daily. We're your one-stop shop business solution for all small to medium-sized restaurants and retailers. Whether you're tracking sales, taking payments, or trying to retain customers, we've got you covered. Go ahead and visit www.echodaily.com for a free consultation. All right, President's Day weekend, a nice three-day weekend. I know here in Lake Tahoe we got about nine or, I don't know, I don't know, nine or 10, 11, 12, 15, 17 feet of snow. So I was packed up there at the ski resorts. I have a snowboarding pass and I went up there, got all my gear ready, drove up there, took about like an hour to get up to the ski resort. Um, only to find out that my pass is blocked <laughs> for the weekend. I didn't buy the super ex- uh, expensive pass where they just let you go no matter what the weekend is. Holiday weekends, they block it. So um, I had to go and I'd already drove up there. So I decided, ah, screw it. I'm going to spend 150 bucks on a ski pass. So that wasn't uh, too cool, but there was a bunch of powder. That was awesome. And uh, you know what that means if I spent... 150 bucks. I guess um, I have to make another sale this week or several sales to make up for that. So I'm going to let that serve as good grounds for motivation for getting those dotted lines signed this week. Episode one, we discussed more of a theory, and that was that people do not want to be sold, but they do want to buy. Today, I want to discuss more of a core concept and our initial hurdle in the sales process. And maybe for some of us, the most dreaded aspect of the entire sale. <laughs> and that's that getting past the gatekeeper. Okay? Gatekeepers. Probably the number one source of insomnia among salespeople. And that's just the reality. You know, even when we know our product will serve as a crucial benefit to the business, we still always have to make that leap, most times anyways, of getting past this person. And sometimes, you know, just as we are trained to make presentations towards owners, sometimes... They are trained to not even let salespeople get to the decision maker. Um, oftentimes, we're going to have to make this entire uh, presentation to these gatekeepers just to even prove that we have something that could be of remote interest to the business owner. You know, and that that's no problem at all. Actually, when you have when you've got a good showing of your product uh, to the gatekeeper, a good presentation, this is going to give us more credibility. Um, gatekeepers, they often know the business very well too. They're in their day in, day out. So if we can capture their interest, um, we're most likely going to hold the interest of the business owner and the decision maker as well. Okay. So first let's start by defining a gatekeeper. What is a gatekeeper? A gatekeeper is somebody who wants you to fail. <laughs> well, okay then. Damn Siri. Um, in uh, more simple terms or more nice terms a gatekeeper is anyone who keeps you from executing your sales strategy and keeps you from getting where you want to go okay they're the one person initially anyways that stands between you and the business owner which that can be kind of intimidating so um, with that being said it's crucial that we treat these gatekeepers just as we would any business owner you know that we're at the top of our game um, we're ready to give us great sales pitch a great presentation um, some novice salespeople, they're going to try to go around or over gatekeepers. Us outstanding salespeople, we're going to learn how to work with them. So 
with this podcast. I'm going to give you an outline, a blueprint, a five-step process that will help you get past these gatekeepers, talking to decision makers. Ultimately, what's that going to do? That's going to get you more accounts. That's going to build the portfolio and get more dotted lines signed. So number one in the five-step process is to assess the risk and the opportunity in approaching this gatekeeper. All right. So I want us to ask ourselves, what can we gain or what can we lose if we challenge this gatekeeper or approach this gatekeeper? Well, that's pretty simple. You can lose an account, you can lose revenue, or you can gain the opportunity to see a decision maker and open a new account and get new revenue. I choose the latter, and I'm sure you guys do too. Okay, so we need to keep in mind, guys, that um, they're the gatekeeper. Or in other words, they have the power to keep you from ever seeing the business or generating a new account. Okay. Also, remember that um, naturally the gatekeeper, they want to block you. Like I had said before, uh, they're trained to block you, block salespeople out. And uh, I want everybody to take that a little personally. Be persistent. You know, often you can wear down a block and get to the decision maker. One thing I always try to do is to uh, treat the gatekeepers if they were the decision maker. I feel like that's pretty dang important. Uh, this gives the sense to this gatekeeper, even if they're a high school Facebook fanatic, it gives them a sense of pride and makes them feel important to the business, okay, and like an important person. Like I had mentioned before as well, um, oftentimes these people know the business quite well. So use that to learn through them what the business wants, needs, and struggles are, all right? This is going to serve as valuable insight once we are finally in front of the actual business owner. So assess the risk, assess the opportunity. Let's go into that business and let's knock down that wall. Number two, understand the gatekeeper's motivation, okay? So a gatekeeper's motivation, some of them feel they're doing their job when they protect the decision maker's time by blocking salespeople. Okay, some of them feel that you might make a bad impression on a decision maker and hurt their reputation within the business. Um, other gatekeepers prefer the status quo, staying with the present supplier. Um, you know, Maybe they have a system, a product, a service that you guys are selling um, that they're comfortable with or you know, another marketing program that they had suggested in the past and things like that that had gotten shot down. So um, most difficult gatekeepers are the ones who don't understand the value you bring, okay? And maybe that's on you. Maybe you didn't convey that value. So um, if they refuse to put you in front of a decision maker, um, oftentimes this will be no other's fault but your own. Harsh reality. And that's why it's always important to understand the gatekeeper holds the keys to the kingdom. This high school Facebook fanatic holds the keys to the kingdom. All right. Be prepared to demonstrate value right from the initial contact when walking into any business. Okay. Um, a good intro statement that I think is very effective would be something like this with my company. Hi, I'm Sky with Echo Daily. I was just stopping by to introduce myself because I think you have a great business and I'd love to work together. Uh, we know how important, uh, how important the point of sale is. And we have a system here that maximizes efficiencies, helps retain customers and drive sales. So whenever, whenever you'd have a time, I'd like to learn more about your business and get your opinion on my solutions. All right? Pretty good 
solid overview there in a short amount of time. Uh, complimenting the business, which that's going to give us credibility. It's non-threatening because we're just simply asking for an opinion. And uh, for those of us who like to make our initial contact um, via telephone, which is a pretty preferred method, um, I think that's a pretty good script as well. So um, always ask these people as many questions as you can um, while you have their undivided attention. How long have they worked there? Uh, what inspired them to take the job? What does the business do to market? Do they currently handle um, inventory? Has anyone else approached the business with similar programs as yours? Um, and all sorts of questions uh, for, for you really to get great insight, kind of going on to episode, episode one, two, gaining insight. Um, use this person as a research tool. I, I really can't emphasize that enough. All right, moving on. Number three. And it has to do with confidence. Assume you can't be blocked. All right, we cannot be blocked, guys. These gatekeepers, maybe they're insecure about their role, their position, or their strength within the business. So when they're confronted with a swaggy, secure, positive salesperson, they may be reluctant to set up a block. Okay, the key is for a salesperson to have that charisma that says, I can't be blocked. I sell that value, baby. I sell solutions, and nobody can put me in a box. I can't be, I can't be boxed in. <laughs> when you're positive, when you're assertive, it's difficult for others to block you. Not only in sales, but in life, we all know this. Okay, especially with smaller businesses. I know a lot of us have sales jobs that aren't attacking Fortune 500 businesses. We're working with the smaller guys. Okay, oftentimes the gatekeeper isn't going to be someone that is professionally trained or, or a crucial part to the business, so that's good. They're an Instagram fanatic. They're someone that is looking to get a paycheck, clock in, clock out, right? We are business development professionals. We're salespeople. We provide a solution that is going to increase sales. We're going to streamline operations. We're going to retain customers. Right, I like to think of it as the business. Um, it's fortunate that you're in there. Come on, I'm looking to help build this business with you. You know, when we have that attitude, guys, and that confidence, that swag, we're we're unstoppable, and rightfully so. There's a reason why you sell that product, why you sell that service. It's because it works. You've seen it work. Businesses have bought from you because it works. Businesses have stayed with you because it works. You streamline operations, you retain customers, your product grows sales, bottom line. But remember, nobody likes cocky, they like confident. Like I said, let that shine through to the gatekeeper, to the business owner, and I'm sure I know it will do wonders for you. All right, moving on to number four. And maybe you guys have thought about this. Maybe you haven't, but here it is. Involve the gatekeeper in the process. Okay, so I always try to do this. I try to invite the gatekeeper to review the presentation I'll be making um, to the business owner. So what I find is that by participating in the process, um, some of these guys will go from opponent to advocate. All right, and that's good. So solicit their insight, solicit their advice. Um, I'll share with them the product we have, the service we have, and you know, ask for honest insights regarding my strategy with the decision maker. You know, so many, 
so many times I've had the most informal conversations with gatekeepers and it actually leads to me having uh, almost all of the necessary information on the owner for a future appointment. And what you'll run into though, um, especially if they're your biggest advocate and you kind of become buddy-buddy with them, is that sometimes you'll have such an in-depth conversation that the gatekeeper is going to say something like, well, um, okay, yeah, I like what you have and I'm going to talk to so-and-so about it and if they're interested, I'll let you know. And that's a big no-no, guys. Um, if, if you're going to accept this and move on from there, you've lost the sale, plain and simple. Um, so I have a response to that, and it goes something like this. Well, Mr. Gatekeeper, Mrs. Gatekeeper, I do want your opinion on the solution, of course, and that's why we're doing this. But I don't want you to have to do my job. I'm an expert in this field, Okay. The business owner is going to have questions for you um, that you can't answer. And we've talked a lot. You might forget some of the um, points that caught your interest. And we don't want to risk that. So I'd like to set up a time with him or her. And you're more than welcome to join as well. Okay, so you see what I did there, guys? I reaffirmed our our, uh, needing to talk to the business owner while still maintaining the respect of their position and opinion by including them in the future meeting. Right, Because ultimately, if we don't talk to the business owner, we're not making a sale. All right, So that's very important. Um, include the gatekeeper in your presentation, but don't forget you still have to make a presentation to a business owner to get an account. And finally, last but not least, number five. And this is kind of acting against ourselves. A lot of us act as your own gatekeeper. So number five, do not act as your own gatekeeper. All right. So what do I mean by this? Well, I I, I mean that some salespeople act as their own worst enemy or their own worst gatekeeper, assuming they're supposed to work with certain contacts, even though no one has told them to do so. You know, we get so concerned about getting past this initial block that you might not even try. All right. So remember, when you're positive and assertive, it's very difficult for anybody to block you, all right? And also, don't overthink it, guys. All we're doing, we're having conversations initially. That's it, just a conversation. You know, you're introducing yourself as a local business owner just as they are, right? And if you're with a great company, I'm sure they provide marketing materials and uh, leave-behinds that's going to be going to go for good use for you. Um, I'm sure you have tremendous support that is available before, during, and after hours, both for you and your customers, you know, and above all, an advanced product or services that small, medium, large businesses absolutely need, whatever it is. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode two of the All Things Sales Podcast. Uh, These podcasts are available on iTunes. And uh, if you guys could, it would really help out. If you give a five-star review and also write a review, not just for my ego, but uh, the way iTunes works with their algorithms, um, when they see that people actually leave a review and it sees that there's just characters in the review field and people are actually proactively reviewing it, um, it helps boost the ratings and lets this podcast get seen by many more people. So I would greatly appreciate that. And we will see you on another episode next week on the All Things Sales Podcast.